Hey there, all you Mouseketeers. I'm Dill. And I'm Tay. And this is Diz Talk with Dill and Tay, where we discuss all things Disney, from the films to the music to the parks and everything in between. Um, and this week we have um, a newer movie for you, and it's Encanto! Yes. Encanto! <laughs> yes, we're going to be talking about Bruno today. Yes, we are going to talk about Bruno. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and... Uh, obviously, um, this being a newer film, uh, a bit of a spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Encanto, I would suggest you, uh, listen to something else, yes, like, exit now, yes, if you like, haven't seen it, <laughs> like one of our other episodes, um, <laughs> but, uh, I'm very excited for this one, uh, cause Taylor, I, uh, I gotta be honest with you, I, I, I absolutely love this movie. Yeah, I think what made this movie so successful and just so reachable to so many people is because um, it, 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 it like moves away from the stereotypical villain versus good guy film that, you know, Disney has done a lot in the past. Um, yeah, there's no clear antagonist. Yeah, and there's, there, there's no love story component like that usually happens in Disney movies. But I will say that um, at least a love story not between, you know, a couple or a romantic love story, but I would say, you know, this is a love story about a family and yeah. about a love for one's culture and one's country, um, which I I found very, very profound for this movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, and a film, um, again, with really no clear antagonist, um, the real conflict in this film is that it's about the the messiness of uh being part of a family the complication of being in a family the pressure that different members of the family feel in terms of uh, what their roles are um also feeling uh you know that feeling of, of being a bit of the black sheep of your family being the one who's kind of misunderstood um that feels that they're disrespected and and not appreciated um that really being the the main conflict that uh and the main theme that that drives this film um and it's interesting because you know it's it's a concept that I don't feel like Disney has really um explored that much um but uh you know one of the the music creators Lynn Manuel Miranda um you know, I feel like with his projects, um, that sense of family and community is definitely themes um, that you've seen a lot in his work. Um, and I think it presents itself a lot in this movie. Yeah, and I also, I, I love the nod and the just connection to um, generational trauma as well and how that really impacts families. Um, and, you know, I mean, we're going to talk about it more when we g- kind of do a deep dive into the characters, but, um, you know, just how this, I think the pressures and this, this level of perfectionism <clears throat> kind of, you know, is a, is a, a product of that generational trauma. And, right. You right. know, the reason I love it so much is because, you know, I'm a therapist by profession and just so like seeing that so well played in a Disney film just like made that super I was like yay like this is like yeah that was so cool to me I think that's what makes it so relatable too is that I feel like you could relate to any one of these characters based on your mm-hmm. own role in your own family yeah whether you feel like you're memorable and you're the one who's um who's more misunderstood or whether you feel 
like your Bruno, the one that's been kind of casted out. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, if you feel um, like that... Like Louisa. Like Louisa. so much pressure on you. The one that family. has to kind of carry the family burden. You know, there's so many characters um, and themes in the film that I make it, that I feel like make it so relatable, um, which is why I feel like it's become so uh, much of a success because I feel like um, people can just relate to it. And it's a very emotive film um and just a great film in general in terms of um all the components of of the movie um i i sob like relentlessly every time yes there were a few (laughs) moments at this movie i I had a good good old-fashioned ugly cry yeah um so just to give you a little bit more information um the movie was released last year uh i believe in uh the uh winter of 2021 um, it was directed uh, by Byron Howard, who had previously directed Bolt and Tangled, um, as well as Jared Bush, who was the co-director for Zootopia and also did the writing for Moana. Um, the music was by Jermaine Franco and Lin-Manuel Miranda, who, of course, I know you uh, people know well from uh, In the Heights and Hamilton and Moana, just, you know, a, a genius playwright and uh, music creator and composer. Um some of the information about some of the leading actors, um, Stephanie Beatrice played Mirabel, Maria Cecilia Botero played Abuela, John Liguizamo uh, was Bruno, Jessica Darrow played Luisa, uh, Diane Guerrero played Isabella, uh, Adessa played uh, Dolores, uh, Carolina Gatian played Peppa, and Moro Castillo uh, played Felix. Um, so next, Taylor, I was wondering, um, what was your uh, favorite scene from the movie? Yeah, I would say, and this is a hard one because I just, I loved it from beginning to end. But um, I would say my favorite scene is when Mirabel finally confronts Abuela Alma. Yes. Um, and just the the symbolism behind that as well as you know Mirabel um is is the only one who seems to acknowledge um that the house at casita as they call it in the movie is cracking and falling apart right um and from the sense i get from the film is that at least abuela alma knows that it's falling apart and I think other family members know as well but they don't want to acknowledge that they're not perfect and that they're messy um and Mirabel as her character and as her role in the film really is the one who makes them acknowledge that they're they don't have it together right she's kind of the glue that holds the family together yeah and and that scene is just so powerful um and it finally com- confronting yeah. abuela mm-hmm. um about the fact that she feels like no matter what she does she's just not going to be good enough and the same and, for her family too. yeah really making that representative of how abuela treats the other family members you know mm-hmm. louisa will never be strong enough uh isabella will never be perfect enough um a very powerful um powerful moment in the film so i have to agree with you on that yeah. Um, there's a few ones that I really enjoy. Um, I love the uh, dinner scene um, when the family is waiting for uh, the proposal to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's this uh, really uh, tense moment um, where uh, Mirabelle is just kind of 
anxiously staring at Dolores because uh, she knows that Dolores had found out the secret of her finding Bruno's vision. Mm. Um, and you just start to see uh, kind of like a telephone game where all the members of the family start to find out. Um, it's, a, it's a funny scene. <laughs> um, I really enjoy when she first meets Bruno. Um, you know, the, uh, the comedy of, uh, Bruno, uh, putting the, uh, the bucket on his head and, uh, saying that he's Fernando, that's so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, really a great character, you know, um, obviously, uh, someone that provides great emotional, um, depth in the film, but also probably the film's main, I would say, main comedic relief character is Bruno. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, him meeting it, her the first time, and all the comedy that ensues, but also... Uh, her realizing that um, he is, you know, not this uh, nefarious, villainous character that his family made him out to be, but he was he was misunderstood. Yeah, he's the black sheep. Yeah, he was yeah. really kind of the black sheep of the family, um, you know, figuring out that he had that vision about Mirabelle and that he was trying to protect her, and that's why he was kind of casted off. Um, and, you know, obviously the scene where she confronts uh, Abuelo is great. Um, a scene I also really enjoyed was the ending scene. Mm-hmm. Um, with Abuela's backstory and uh, Dos uh, Egoritos, um, who uh, f- some of you may not know, um, in Spanish, I think, um, translates to two caterpillars. Yes. Um, and it shows Abuela's backstory of um, having to leave her town in uh, Colombia um, because I believe there was a, a civil war going on mm-hmm. um, and uh, le- uh, losing Pedro, her husband. Um, and that whole story of how the magic came about. And then, you know, Mirabelle and uh, Abuela finally embracing um, and really having some uh, a real heart-to-heart moment, um, I think was just so beautiful. Um, and also the ending, um, them acknowledging that, you know what, our family is not perfect, but we're going to build an, a new foundation for our home, you know, uh, literally and uh, you know, figuratively, yeah. <laughs> um, and and just the whole family, co- uh, the whole family working together, and then the whole town coming to uh, help yeah. them. You know how they had they been do so much for the town, and they give back to their community, and seeing the community like come and support them. Yeah, you know, again, you know, really entrenching those themes of community. I think it was just such a beautiful moment. Um, but yeah, you know, there's um, it's it's just hard to pick a scene in this film because there were yeah. so many great ones but uh those are a few of the ones that stand out for me any any more ones for you taylor no i think i think we hit them all um like you said it's just it's so hard to choose because it's just such a well-done film (laughs) yeah um so next we're going to talk about uh our favorite song and that is going to be difficult because the song had some really great music um and music that really uh was you know relevant to the story um, there were so many great songs. I, I think the one that uh, stood out uh, the most um, for us and for most people who have watched the film is We Don't Talk About Bruno. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's it's surpassed uh, Let It Go as the most, you know, played or, you know, well-liked favorite Disney song. Yeah, um, you know, it, it incorporates that great... Um, uh, Latinx music feel during throughout the song. Um, you know, I love that it's this big, sweeping, almost Broadway 
chorus style yeah, song where every with, family member gets their own verse. Yeah, and then um, in Lin Manuel uh, Miranda fashion, it has like a kind of hip hop reggaeton component to it. Yeah, and also um, that great thing that uh, Lin does with his music where he kind of brings all the different aspects of the song together with this layover effect. Mm-hmm. You know, if you've uh, listened to Hamilton or In the Heights or really any of his projects, that's a big kind of signature thing that he does with his music. Mm-hmm. Um, and it works so well. It's it's really catchy. Um, and again, you know, it's it's an important song because it really drives uh, drives the, the narrative forward. Um, I love uh, Louisa's song, uh, Surface Pressure. I think that's probably my favorite your favorite it's up there with we don't talk about bruno but it slightly surpasses that one for me yeah um you know just uh hearing about louisa's struggle about feeling like she's you know the the middle child and and the one that has to kind of uh carry all the weight and the pressure for the family um the one that she feels like the family gives all the pressure to her um you know that great kind of almost sing rapping thing that yeah. happens throughout the song which is another staple of Lynn's music yeah. <laughs> um you know i've even heard people that have listened to the moana to sorry i almost said moana <laughs> I've, I've heard people that have listened to the encanto soundtrack almost comparing and saying like this sounds a lot like hamilton mm-hmm. um yeah another you know great uh catchy song but again another really emotive one that i think establishes the louisa character well um, I I love the uh, Columbia Me Encanto song. Mm, yeah, um, the, the ode to Columbia in a way. Yeah, um, I think just the energy of uh, hearing a song, uh, uh, sung in Spanish. You know, I feel like the song is almost like uh, the the creator's uh, love letter to uh, to Columbia in a way. Yeah. Um, but there were so many other great ones too. Well, what other songs did you like, uh, Taylor? I really loved the um, Waiting for a Miracle or What Else Can I Do? I think that's what it's officially called. Um, oh, yeah. Waiting for a Miracle really, was yeah. yeah, Waiting for a Miracle was her, uh, was uh, Mirabelle's solo song. Yeah. yeah. I, that one really um, kind of speaks to her story of feeling misunderstood and left yeah. out in her family. Yeah, a classic. Um, that's the one in the film that I feel like is the most kind of classic Okay, this is the Disney princess yeah. <laughs> song for the film. Right. Um, what else can I do? Again, establishing uh, Isabella's character, feeling like she has to uh, fit into the mold of being this perfect uh, daughter, being the oldest daughter, mm-hmm. and the pressures that come with that. Um, I think it's impactful, too, because uh, right after that, the uh, confrontation with Abrella scene happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a great uh, song as well. Um, yeah, just so much uh, great music. The Dos uh, Agueritos uh, song um, that shows uh, Abuela's backstory. I mean, I, I just, I start crying immediately. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's too. it's so emotive. Um, but uh, really great music throughout this film and, and, and one of the things that, that make this movie uh, so great. Yeah. Um, so moving along, Taylor, um, who would you say your favorite character and performance in this film are? Oh, I would definitely say Bruno. Um, I think... Uh, I think for me, Bruno is definitely uh, my favorite, Um, you know, between his comedic relief and just understanding, you know, I think it was just so well done of how it kind of led up to us understanding who he really is, his love for his family and just how he's this outcast rather than this villainous character. 
Um, I think that for me, that was so well done. Right. Um, I actually picked Mirabelle. Um, you know, I feel like she's really the center of gravity in this film. Um, and I feel like uh, the emotion that uh, Stephanie Beatrice uh, put into that character um, mm. was so great. So I, I really enjoyed her performance in this. Um, but I would actually pick uh, Bruno for who I feel uh, steals the show. Mm. Um, because I feel like the scenes that Bruno were in were hilarious. Again, like I love when... Um, you know, Mirabelle's asking about who's uh, patching the cracks in the wall, and he's like, oh, that's done by Hernando. And she's like, mm-hmm. who's Hernando? He's like, I'm Hernando, and I'm afraid of nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just, um, yeah, just uh, uh, John uh, Lukuziyama? Lukuziyama. Yeah, yeah um, he just did such a, a great job with that role, um, bringing that comedic relief to the character, but then also that vulnerable side of, mm. you know, yeah. seeing that sensitive side of Bruno and realizing that, you know, he's he's not this villainous, character that his family is trying to make him out to be he just is misunderstood by his family but he loves his family wants to be supportive of them um and i feel that mirabel and bruno relate to each other in that way yeah i feel like they they're both kind of the the family outcast mirabel even has a line where she says you know the family weirdos tend to get a a bad rap (laughs) yeah i love that line (laughs) yeah yeah um but yeah i think he just you know he's just a, does such a, a great job, and he really, really steals the uh, steals the show for me. For sure, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, get, I think going next to um, what we didn't like about this uh, movie, um, and there there really wasn't anything that I could uh, think of. Um, yeah, it I've, doesn't... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, the, uh, the music was great. The story was emotive. Um, I feel like the film was very well cast. Um, the animation is gorgeous. It's a very vibrant film. And, um, you know, I've heard a lot of other people who've reviewed Encanto mention this, but um, it's really impressive how vibrant and big of a space this film was able to show when you think of the fact that this film really basically just takes place in the Madrigal's um, house. <laughs> yeah, like, they they did such a good job in... Yeah, with the, just the the spacing and just if that makes sense, like the you know just, yeah the, the you know the, it's the scenery the setting you know the 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 house literally comes alive in the film yeah. so um I feel like they did a great job um that reminds me of a song that I actually forgot to bring up in in our favorite song section which was Welcome to the uh, the Family uh, Madrigal uh, yeah um I think that's a great song too um just uh, with her introducing all the family members um. But yeah, uh, you know, there's there's really nothing that I can complain about with this movie. I think it works so well. Um, yeah, nothing. The, there's nothing in the storyline that just wasn't out of place or didn't make sense. Like it just all like kind of flowed together perfectly. Yeah, yeah, everything worked so well. It was such it wasn't a well too made. Long. Yeah, it was you know just great amount of time in terms of how how long the film was. The music worked, the acting worked, it was emotive, um, it was funny, just everything you want from a Disney film. Um, so I, I thought it was wonderful. Yeah, I, I, and I, you find something new every time you watch it. Like, this is our second time seeing it, and you spot some new, like, thematic concept, or you yeah. spot some new, like, kind of animation that you didn't notice, like... The second time I watched it, I didn't even notice Bruno was in the background of his own. Yeah, it's a little Easter song. egg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, so I thought that was amazing. Yeah, it's 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 one of those movies that I feel like just kind of ages like wine. Like it just gets better yeah. with time. The more yeah. you watch it, the more things you notice. Um, so I really appreciate that. Appreciate that about it. Um, and regarding which grade I would give this, I I I would give this a a, a full on A plus. Um, yeah, me as well. <laughs> I I loved this movie. Um, and this really is an understatement. This is this was one of my favorite Disney movies I've seen uh, since Frozen. Um, if any of you people know me, you know I'm a big Frozen fan. Um, and when I left the theater, it was just this. It was just one of those magical movies experiences where a week later I'm still thinking about the film. I had a very common experience with this movie. Um, mm-hmm. I just left the theater and I was looking up the music and rewatching the scenes and. Um, you know, it's, you know, it's, this going to sound cliche because it's a Disney film, but it really was like a magical viewing experience seeing this movie for the first yeah, time. Yeah. And for me, you know, honest, I honestly, like I, you know, I'm not a huge Frozen fan. I think, you know, I think Encanto was so much richer than Frozen. Sure, sure. Um, and for me, it definitely um, made it into my top five or top six. Yeah, yeah. Well, after I saw this movie, um, I, I put Encanto as number five in my top five because that's just yeah. how much, how great this movie was. Um, right. So a totally plus. Um, yeah, well done. D- dare I say a, a, a new Disney classic, honestly. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. And if Lin-Manuel Miranda doesn't win an Oscar for this, I am going to be so shocked yeah, give, give this man his oscar please yeah. give, give him the egot um he deserves it i mean this movie is great so this might be his his best chance of, of winning yeah. one honestly yeah. um but that does it for our podcast this week we hope you all enjoyed and we'll see you next time yep, see you next time